0: of the headlights podcast my name is rob and sitting across from me like normal tonight freshly back from his intern camp reprogrammation from darpa my good friend marty how are you tonight
1: I'll hail darpa everyone uh, all the great things they've brought to us over the years i uh, will do a show really on just all the the events to humanity that they have invented for us uh no man i'm not i was gonna say <laughs> no, no. Wait, do what, i really what, need to stop the podcast what, what fucking show is that coming up man <laughs> Yeah, no <laughs> no man it's it's it hot as shit but i think pretty much the whole country has been kind of stuck in that yeah hundred <laughs> oh you guys got it light today oh great thanks, thanks. It's like, like I'm going to sound like an old man. It's not the heat that kills you, it's the humidity. It fucking, it, it, it really is. I think we've nailed that before on here, too, man. It's just like really it, when is. you I hate
0: when I get, like, nut rash and, like, sorry. Right. It right. happens if you're a guy, you know exactly what yeah. I'm talking about. You'll be at work, you feel good. Lunchtime comes around, you get up from lunch and, like, oh, crap.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Sick to one side or
1: the other. Right, yeah, no, it's bad. Yeah. Uh. But we are getting a little rain right now. It's like starting to sprinkle, sprinkle really. No, I'm that's well, that's
0: just a sap coming off them fucking trees <laughs> yeah, in front of right, my house. Right,
1: it could be. Let's be real. Now it's uh It might just be all the humidity in the air is just yeah. dropping down yeah, now off like, my car. Even the sky can't take all the humidity. Right, out. it's, it's just like, like no, fucking it, fuck it, rain, Get me done with it. Why so, does this rain smell so bad? It's sweat. Just just roll with it. I'm <laughs> hot man. I'm hot.
0: <laughs> Thanks God. Oh yeah, so how can the people get a hold of us, Marty? I would like to throw a bunch of thank yous to all the downloads you're getting. We appreciate them all. Oh, yeah. It's just it's been
1: phenomenal the last
0: week, two weeks. It's oh been yeah, really cool. Yeah.
1: Now yeah, I was gonna throw a shout out to to California. I usually don't really dig too much into our our demographics, but man, Cali, we we are sitting crazy over there, man. I know, it's just insane. It's, it's like 50-plus cities and towns now. We have people that are, are downloading our stuff, which is absolutely nuts. We haven't even made fun of California, and they hopped on our show. I know. That's Seems pretty good. Now,
0: trip. now we need to make more fun of North Dakota, because we, we do. don't have them yet. And Alaska, they're too busy fucking bears or some shit. Like right. Then you got Hiding, Vermont, Hiding. they're too busy making maple
1: Maples syrup. Maples, maple syrup. Maple yeah. yeah. Uh Yeah, no. Uh, but no, man, you can uh, get a hold of us at... Uh, E-O-T-H podcast, is it on, on Gmail? <laughs> you didn't say it last week, so it's kind of... I know, <laughs> I didn't. I thought about it after the show. I was like, oh, man, we never we never gave out our email and shit, but they'll figure <laughs> it out. But, yeah, no, E-O-T-H uh, podcast at Gmail, and we're also on Instagram. And E-O-T-H is up on Facebook now, yep, and it, it is it is. I try and
0: post it at least twice a day, once for sure, every day. Right. We got a few people that follow us on that, but no one's I think people are just scared to comment, also for one person. He knows who he is. He comments almost every time. Yeah, right,
1: right, right. Yeah, I no. was gonna say what was the one on uh, oh yeah, the the comment on the end of the last show. Oh I saw that one, I was like, ah, at least one person appreciates. it. Yeah. Uh, it's good times. Oh yeah. But yeah, no, no, absolute shout outs to everybody who's been uh tuning in, listening to us. Oh yeah, keep it I, up, folks. We really do appreciate
0: it, right. and it'd be awesome if you go like, whatever platform we can figure out some way to rate us, right. like five stars, even three stars will take. Any oh, stars yeah, will yeah. take. So if you check give us five stars, we'll shout you out and about your comment, no matter what it says, we don't right. care.
1: And yeah, we we really enjoy it. We are starting to get a few emails rolling in yeah. on different stuff, and I, I'm really enjoying it. It's just sometimes it's comments about stuff we've done or. Ideas they want to do for shows, and I really appreciate that kind of stuff.
0: Oh yeah, hang on, folks. My kids are already <laughs> starting. We're only four minutes in. Well, since my kids already interrupted us, this kind of is a segue to what we're gonna be talking about. We're gonna be talking about missing children and adults that are really. I don't. I never wish my kid to be gone. Let me yeah. clarify there. No. <laughs> I love all my children. That was like a bad soap opera <laughs> reference, but. but oh, uh-huh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's nice. But we're gonna be talking tonight about missing people with really strange situations they were involved in and right. where they were found or why they disappeared.
1: Right.
0: We'll let Marty go first. He's usually got the best
1: stories. I don't usually, man. Uh, it depends on what we're talking about. Uh, but This stuff, usually you find some really weird. So <laughs> I did find one that was really interesting. But uh, like anyone who listens to this show, a lot of times I do like to go back farther in the past on something just to kind of get some older stories of similar kinds of things. And actually came across one. It's apparently a pretty famous case. This is the first time I'd seen it. But from uh, 1928, Bessie and Glenn Hyde, they were taking a boat trip, a boat that he had made, down the Grand Canyon, down through mm. the Colorado River. And, uh, let's see, they were running down the river and it was kind of a big deal. They, they were, at this time, no one had really gone all the way down this river on a boat like that and it was also going to be a big deal because Bessie would have been the first female to have ever run down this river on a boat you know on unsupervised as you were just her and <laughs> her husband but they were uh actually looking to get a pretty big payout after this I mean, oh it was really kind of oh yeah they were looking at lectures so
0: i've heard this story i'll let you continue yeah that. i've heard this story before but i didn't know there's a payout yeah no they were actually looking at their... doing a
1: whole lecture circuit oh. of of outdoorsmanship and and her being promoted to the front as a female who's also done this and like i said this is 1928 yeah i mean but yeah they uh, he was a super experienced boater uh they were heading down, had been going for a few days. Other boaters had seen them, and campers had seen them going along. Uh, but they went down. They were going for, I think it was about two three weeks before they just disappeared. People lost track of of where they were. No one knew. No one had seen them. Uh, the boat was found a few months later. They went looking around for them, didn't find any trace of them, eventually find the boat, and it's sitting there. Not overturned, filled with uh, all their provisions, still sitting there, tied up along the side of the river. No sign of them. Uh, They just completely vanished. Uh, There were reports from some people that had seen them arguing earlier before in, in the trip and to their impression, it was that Bessie kind of wanted to be done with this.
0: I would have to agree. You ever been on your? Well, we've all been on our
1: whites with a long car trip.
0: <laughs> well, yeah! There's always
1: arguing, no matter what. Right?
0: Does they have a tendency if they sit in the car and they're just quiet? are like thinking this about shit that happened ten fucking years yeah. ago. Oh, it was right. like you yeah. remember this? And you as a, a man, like, uh, uh, you got the deer in the headlights. No, I don't. Right. Well, this is
1: what happened. <laughs> Remember that time you took that truck? I like, what the fuck are you going on? <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, no, there were a few people that had seen him arguing. Eventually one lady came out and said, yeah, I, I saw him. Uh, no, it was, I saw her getting a fight with him, stabbed him. And then, and then she took off. Well, they never found anything to validate this. Eventually going around this lady's property, they did find a skeleton. Of a male, but it was found not to be him. <laughs> oh, so, so they're like, oh, well, okay. And, and there's some people think that maybe she actually did kill them and put them somewhere else. But another thing that has also happened with this, there have been a whole host of stories of Bessie ghost sightings in those years since that she is found along the river and then she just disappears. I haven't
0: heard that part of this story. Yeah, time
1: that, that was one I'd come across that was like, oh, oh okay, I hadn't seen that before. No. But, yeah, no, they uh, disappeared, everything there, all their provisions. not like they ran out of food and had to try to hike off somewhere. They were just gone. No trace of them ever seen again. Just completely vanished. I mean, there again, it's 1928. And we are looking in the Grand Canyon again, which Mm -hmm. I think we've done other shows on, you know, scary shit that's in the Grand Canyon. It's not scary. The government
0: says everything's okay. Just don't go in this five-mile radius area. Don't go over there.
1: Ooh, I I actually kind of want to look up to find out where they got lost and see if it's anywhere near one of their... uh, their See, blackout I, I
0: try to look up the map for a blackout area. Right, and I Good can't. luck finding one of those fuckers. <laughs>
1: I, I found a, I found a site, and it also was blacked out. Yeah, know, it's yeah. like, oh, they already edited it. Thank you. Right, absolutely. But, yeah, I just thought it was kind of odd. It's the Grand Canyon. And then just kind of the side story stuff with it. I was like, oh. See, but I also heard, like, too, there's, I've
0: listened to other podcasts. I'm not sure which one in particular, but they were talking about the same case. Yeah. And they basically said, she's still alive, and she came out and said, yeah, I did murder him and because he was abusing her, Uh-oh. and she got away with it. Oh, damn. That's another story, right. numerous other ones, so. Wow. So, you're you down death. I'm going down the fuzzy bear lane. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about, I'm going to talk a little bit about Casey Hathaway in June, you know, yeah, January 22nd, 2019. In North Carolina, he went and disappeared. Casey Hathaway did. Right. Hathaway did. He was found three days later in an area that had already been sh- after the area had been hit by ice storms and rain for like three days. This two, this, oh, God damn! I didn't write down how old he was. I think he's like three or four. Right. But basically, he went missing. His parents couldn't find him. Searchers couldn't find him. And it was after this weather got hit, really bad weather. They find him three days later in like this thorny brush area. And they ask him, how'd you get here? How, how are you still alive? Basically, they were kind of hinting at it. He says, oh, I was protected by a bear. Oh. Everybody's, anybody who's into the 411 has heard this story. Oh, yeah, man. That's more of the common ones. but I'm It like, really is. Bears don't do that, people. Sorry to say, bears don't care for anybody else
1: besides their own species. Yeah, and even then,
0: not- 90% of the time, they'll kill a cub if it's oh, yeah. not
1: one of their own. Yep, yeah. yeah, that's just an odd behavior for...
0: I got, I got a couple more here with bears. In August of 1883, an 18-month-old boy, James Munn, was taken by a bear. It was witnessed to be taken by a bear. This bear picked him up with one arm and crawled and walked away with the other three. Bears usually, when they pick up something, they pick it up with their mouth so they can run with all four legs. James Munn was found next day in good health and unharmed in a bunch of thickets. Really? Yeah.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Then he got Ida Mae Curtis, a two-year-old. In July fourth, nineteen 1955, at, at Copney National Forest, a large bear grabbed Ida, the witness, another witness of a large bear grabbing Ida Mays, Then the witness was her grandpa. The bear ran away on three legs, again on three legs, huh? The area was hit by rain and snow storms, found, and she was found the next day, 300 yards from the place she was taken, and found in good
1: health. Uh, you know, it's pretty typical bear behavior. Oh know, yeah, just, you grab I'll, them up with your opposable thumb, carry yeah, them off. Yeah, exactly but, like Yogi Bear. You know. Oh yeah, all, man, this baby's a picnic basket, man. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> like what the hell, man? That no, I got, I got, bizarre. I got one last. I think I only got. Uh,
0: no, I got another bear story. This happens in Boiseville, New York State, May of 1888. Oh. Two year a two year old girl was last seen by last name of Davis. That's all you can get out of this. She was taken by a bear again. The next day, she was found in the middle of a creek. She stayed the night in the woods with a bear. She had no bite marks or, and in good health.
1: Now, I, I honestly can believe bears taking off with a child. Oh, yeah. They're not going to be found the next day alive. No. They're, they're going to no. be skinned and shoved under a tree trunk, because that's what bears tend to do when they're not done eating things, <laughs> is they just shove them away somewhere. I'm like, I'll come back for it. Yeah, no, that's uh, pretty, pretty. you know.
0: That's really consistent bear. It's like everything's just a bear, goddammit. Like, right. It's like all the aliens
1: are swamp gas. I was just going to say. We we have uh, an and mothman of swamp is nothing gas. but a crane. Yeah, we we have uh, outbreak of swamp gas and bear cuddling. I don't know. Yeah, they just they just want cuddle. Right, they just they're just missing someone. I don't know. Yeah, that's just not normal. There's a, behavior, if you look at the man. internet, there's
0: a lot of them cases. Like David yeah. Pilati, he covers a lot of them. Like where like bears this, bears
1: that. I'm like, I don't know. I've never seen a bear like that. I would not. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, uh, I don't want to be close enough to bears No, to test They're the test hairiest out type of theory. big animal I've ever seen in my life. Oh, like, yeah, no, they're they're terrifying. Like I said, I would rather be bit by a shark because more often than not, a shark's going to come up and be like, boom, oh, shit, that's not what I was looking for. Whereas a bear will just drag you off and start eating you alive and, as <laughs> I said, shove you under a, a stump until it's ready to come back. You're still <laughs> alive during all of this. You just can't go anywhere because you're so messed up. And they will eat on you for days. They're awful animals. My yeah. God, they're awful animals. Yeah. Terrifying animals. So what kind them. of other stories you got? I'm done with the bear thing, dude. We'll <laughs> leave the bears alone.
0: Bears are cuddly. Don't people don't go up to them? It'd be like that. What? It's what? like be that girl. It'd be like that girl in South Dakota got her ass whooped by a bison because she's trying to oh. make a selfie with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that was, that was one of the funniest things. She's I like, think a <laughs> selfie.
0: The fucking oh, bull God, okay, grabbed it, her right. by the
1: pants and threw her right. in the air. It's like, oh look, it's, it's just cute, soft buffalo look at him he's just hanging out here it's like oh no don't turn your back on him oh no bitch bitch no (laughs) run (laughs) but yeah he just like grabs her and just whoop just yeets you right the hell out of the way it's hilarious oh my god yeah when i first saw that i I did i was sitting there i was like oh this isn't gonna end well (laughs) man don't mess i don't even mess with those when they're at the zoo man and they're behind you know fences and stuff they're a big terrifying animal man they're they're cool animal they're really tasty too they are delicious i i can't say they're not which is also probably why i try to stay away from them because they can smell that on you (laughs) like hey you ate one of our kind But no, I uh, had another one. This one's actually uh, from 1969, Uh, the case of Dennis Martin. And this was also down in the Tennessee, North Carolina State Line District, Uh, the Smoky Mountain National Park. There have been a lot of those cases out of that area. Uh, This guy, the, the Martin family, had a tradition where the men of the family would go hiking and camping for a weekend up in this park. Well, Dennis and his brothers, he was a child at the time, had planned a prank to get up to the campsite as everybody's getting ready and hide along the outside of the camp and scare, you know, all the parents hopping out and everybody, you know, had fun. They're laughing. And after a little bit, they realized Dennis didn't hop out. Dennis is just straight up gone. They start looking for him immediately and immediately call in searchers from all over the place. And one of the people searching was uh, Ranger Dwight uh, McKenter. And he was a seasoned tracker and had actually helped locate many missing kids that have gone off track down in the, in the uh, state park. And the one thing he said was very odd was there was just simply no sign of any tracks of anything leading out of here except for where they had come in. And that just always stuck with him as being odd as he figured there'd be at least uh you know wolf track bear track something like that but there was nothing. Bent like it should yeah. be there there was because
0: if you're a professional tracker there's guys oh, yeah. out there
1: they can they can they can track a fart in the wind they're that, yeah. that good and they will tell you how fast it was going you yeah. know and but like yeah no he beef. uh yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah he, he saw nothing there was nothing out of the ordinary looking all around this campsite could not find him uh, the the kid was never found. Uh, end of the story. The kid was never found. Uh, they did get a couple of leads from another family that at the time they never followed up on because they just kind of went ah eh, whatever.
0: That's kind of a sore spot in this old uh, yeah. Thing.
1: But they uh, they were saying the same evening that Dennis went missing, they were camping a little ways away and they had heard a scream and then saw a bear man with something over its shoulder up on the ridge, up from where their camp was, scampering off and then went over the ridge. And the investigators never looked into it to see what was going on. But yeah, they said it very well could be the size of a small child. And there again is a, a bear man, as they described it, a large, hairy, but this one sounded like it was on two feet. And they just happened to look up and see it go up over the ridge, something on its shoulder, and like I said, the investigators never bothered looking into it because they're just like, Yeah, okay, yeah, it's got to be something different." Yeah, but it very well could have not been something different. But yeah, he was. Dennis was never found again.
0: Yeah, I'm scared to say these next few words come out of my mouth because it might trigger your reconditioning where you've been the last. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> we forgot one interesting thing about that whole story is they had green berets search for mm-hmm. him also. Yeah. So what were these green? How? Why would? the Greek, that just it's just odd to me they they would haul in these guys that are known as snake eaters these are the no, best yeah. these are top echelon military people yeah. to come look for a little kid right but there's also reports of like the game wardens and that there's other little you know I pick out like little sentences oh, that yeah, somebody yeah, says yeah. And as a game warden says yeah there's people up in them hills that we have done, who haven't seen other people for decades Oof. so they're talking about like feral people up there like right. no offense there are such things as hillbillies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But these people are like just—that's yes, what they're trying to incline. to clarify. They're trying to say there was feral people living up right. in the mountains, and they may have took him. Right.
1: Which I, it is a possibility, man. We're gonna I, have to I do can't... an episode just on feral people. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I can't. I, like I said, there is like a whole group of people living over in parts of Siberia. That have no idea what's going on the last hundred years in the yeah, rest of the like world. World War I, World just, War Two. what? What's yeah, what? They're, they're just off. I mean, there were even like small islands of Japanese for 30 years didn't realize World War II was over. They were still holding their post as old men like hanging out on this island waiting for backup to show up. Yep. And they're like, man, we're so good, they're not even attacking us anymore, you know? They're, they're scared. Just, they had no idea for, like, a decade or two that
0: mm-hmm.
1: this that's... wasn't even going on anymore. Oh, yeah. Because that was their orders, and that's what they did, man. They stayed right here, and that's what they did.
0: Well, so you talked about the nice foresty area that's cool right. and calm. I'm going to go talk about the desert. Y- yay? <laughs> yay. <laughs> yay,
1: sandy, Death. Anakin this, is angry right now. I got a
0: story about this young child four year old by the name of Timteo Gregio, I think that's how I say it. This took place on June tenth, nineteen thirty eight, in La Vega, New Mexico. Timteo lived with his grandparents and on his farm and he the grand he basically he was doing chores and they think he walked away from the farm. They found no footprints from the from this Oh Christ, I can't talk. <laughs> Okay The searchers found no footprints from Pateo walking away from the farm But three days later they found Timoteo's clothes neatly folded Under a scrub tree ah. This is three days later In extreme heat oh, Like yeah. hundred degree plus and Along with his clothes They found a single They found bare footprints They figured he had walked 30 to 40 miles
1: Whoa. In them three days Oh Jesus really yeah hundred plus plus? and that's yeah. a that's a four year old yeah,
0: most people can't live adults that are really in condition if they don't have water right and food, especially water you're dead after yeah, three days your body food just you
1: can go for a little while but water man, in those kind of conditions three you days don't last long, no man. they figured after they figured to walk thirty
0: four miles Tim T- cousin found him three miles from where his clothes were found. Timoteo was covered in scratches and had severe sunburn. But doctor said he suffered from hunger. He suffered from hunger, fright, and uh, occasional delusions. And he said he went. He wanted to return to the mesa where they found him. That was all he wanted to do. Oh. Oh. <laughs> then you also have. I, mean, we're going
1: I, I, I actually wonder what delusions quote that he had. Yeah, was they didn't. He, they didn't specify what, what he I was mean? saying. Was he telling them shit he actually saw, and they just thought he was? Crazy, do you yeah, you get sun burning, crazy. Yeah, you can get sun poisoning. Oh, yeah. Just like everybody, I've heard people try to tell us,
0: you can't get water poisoning. Oh, God, but no. Yeah, You can get water poisoning. There, there are a
1: lot of uh, radio stations that used to do like, oh, hold in your pee for this long to win this car. They finally had to quit after people were dying from it because yep. they were sitting there and not peeing, still getting hydrated, and it it screws your body up. Yeah, it
0: thins out your blood because yeah. when I was in the military, we were at Fort Ord, and they said... Do not drink too much water. They said use common sense because we had yep. a guy they had to take to the medical hospital because he drank too much water. Right, and it thinned out his blood and his blood couldn't carry oxygen and yeah. the guy passed the fuck out.
1: Yeah, it 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 will mess you up. Water poisoning yeah. is such a thing. Yep. It it seems counterintuitive to <laughs> to what you would think, but oh, yeah, yeah, no, it'll it'll mess up your system pretty oh, yeah. bad, especially in the hot weather. So think, oh yeah, yeah, just, just hydrate, but don't overhydrate.
0: Sweat is good to a point. All right. <laughs> Now, also, I have a story of Stephen Rowan Griffin, a two-year-old, on October 9, 2010, in Richmond, New Hampshire. At a family gathering, Stephen Stephen was last seen by the family members chasing a cat, and then, poof, he was gone. they like, at roughly 3 a.m., the searchers found Stephen. They found Stephen's shoes and called called out for Stephen, which Stephen responded to their yelling. They found Stephen clinging to a tree in the middle of a swamp. The searchers had to wade through the water to reach Stephen, who was completely dry.
1: Oh, get this. wow. Yeah. They,
0: the searchers had to go through, like, wayside water to right. get to this kid that was clinging on a tree, and this kid was completely dry.
1: Oh, man. I, uh, what the hell?
0: Stephen was taken home and checked out by the EMTs. When asked what happened, he said "He's his his sweatshirt ended up in a tree. This is my kid speak again. His sweatshirt ended up in a tree but was never found. He also said he had
1: seen cows but there was none in the area. Uh there again, man, like what what is a two year old quantifying as a cow? You yeah. know, is, is it something black and white and hairy that he is assuming is a cow, something big, something beefy as it were. <laughs> <laughs> Dead joke Wednesday. But yeah, no, uh that's just uh Oh god. Beefy cow. Oh got it, got it It went over my <laughs> small melon. Right, right over. Ah, because it's so smooth. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's uh, oh, that's pretty crazy, dude. Like, what? I mean, even as a little kid, you kind of have an idea of what a cow shape is. You know, I mean, you, you see him around. To say that it was a cow, but you said he was chasing a cat. Yeah, he was chasing. And there a- it is. Yep. Cats not the problem. My, my my devil vorpal cats. They are striking. Yeah, soon my army will be ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's pretty batshit nuts, man. Like, oh. how, how would you get out into the middle of this, especially clinging under a tree? Bullshit? To be dry, I can understand if they found him, climbed up wet. a tree, muddy, yeah. gross. Slicking. he's covered in you know fucking leeches and, and all the other crap that's come out of that yuck water in that swamp. But to be just. Fucking bone dry, man. Just like hanging up on a tree, like, hey, mom, you know, like, <laughs> what? The cows brought me here. It's cool. <laughs> no, it's not cool. What do you mean cows brought you here? Oh, dude. Then
0: I also got the story about Donald McDonald, a 17 year old. This happened on December 15th, 1949, in the Blue Mountains of Walla Walla, Washington. Hit. Ah, God damn it, he learned how to talk. Donald <laughs> McDonald was hunting elk around Black Snake Ridge. Jack Farling, short... Oh, what the f- shot, basically, they were looking for elk, and his friend Jack shot and wounded an animal. They tracked the elk and eventually found the animal dead. When Jack turned around to talk to Donald McDonald, he saw Donald nowhere. Oh. They had just been tracking an elk. Oh, the- yeah. Jack spent a couple of hours searching for Donald before trekking to the local constable's. Donald McDonald was never seen
1: again. Oh, jeez, man! I mean, that, I, these I would are guys imagine. have actually
0: been. Out, these are this is a case of the hunters, and this one guy's yeah a shot an elk. Let's go track it, and his buddy's behind him, and all of a sudden, that's a whole turnaround. Don't turn.
1: Right. <laughs> I mean, you, you would think like when I've been out with buddies. Doing there's shit. no.
0: I forgot wrote down there was no track. There was no tracks. It was just his tracks. After a while, and just like nothing led off to the side. It was just, the roll just of tracks.
1: Boom, he just stopped walking. Because it was snowing. Gone. It was yeah. snowing
0: out, too, when they shot it.
1: Oh, man, what the hell? Yeah, because I, I don't know about you. Like, if I'm running out with somebody, I'm at occasionally being like, oh, man, do you believe this? Oh, he's got to be right over this ridge. And then just, boop, nothing there, man. He's He's gone. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's crazy. So other the stories you got? I'm kind of like hogging the show for stories. No, man, that's cool. I like it. It's good. Uh, no, I actually found one that's a little bit newer. Uh from twenty fourteen up around Vale, Colorado. Vale, Colorado. So yeah. That's where most of the eighties ski movies take place. It, yeah, it? yeah, man. It, it's, like it's ski a, patrol and yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, no, it's, it's a massive ski draw. I mean, there is hiking, all kinds of stuff out here. Uh, but this guy's uh James McGrogan, uh went with some friends on a split snowboarding trip. Uh, and if you don't know what that is, it's kinda like a cross between cross-country skiing, and snowshoe walking. It's not like a full-set snowboard. Uh, But he was pretty knowledgeable on this, went out a lot, did this stuff. Uh, They took off hiking uh, with their uh, split snowboard. He had a cell phone and a GPS tracker with extra batteries for both of them in case he ran out. Uh, He was actually... Quite a bit faster than his friends were, and there were whole trails set up for doing this out there, and that's what they were on. So he went ahead, said, "Hey, uh, you guys, catch up to me. I'll be up on the trail a bit." So there are set stops, like a lot of these kind of trails are little set rest areas. And uh, he takes off. They lose sight of him. They get to the first stop, don't see him. They're like, "Ah, he must have gone on to the next one." Well, they get all the way through these stops. And they don't see James, man. They have not seen him. He's not up here. He hasn't crossed back. They're like, what the hell's going on? Where'd he go? So they're looking for him for a while. Uh, but they find nothing, so they f- call in, search, and rescue. And are like, hey, our buddy's missing. We're doing these uh, you know, split snowboarding.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: Sorry again, folks. The joys of having a four-year-old. <laughs> uh, indeed. Indeed. But yeah, no. Uh, they call in search and rescue. They come up, looking around. Uh, the odd thing they they first find is there is nowhere along these trails, any indication that he left the trail. There is, and it's snow. There there are no tracks of his his uh, split board tracking through the snow off these trails anywhere. He's just not there. Ah, uh, they go around. Massive search goes on about five days they've got people up and down the mountains they're right off the edge of the mountains and stuff five days they're they're been searching everywhere for the guy they finally find him a couple hikers do four and a half miles away from where he had originally disappeared they figure Uh, now the the problem is that four and a half miles is as the crow flies Actual walking distance to get up the mountain where he was was about 14 miles of walking. Anyone who doesn't understand, like when we say, as the crow flies... That's straight line. Straight line. Picture a flat map. Point A to point B is four and a half miles. Well, if you look at it topographically, it's four miles straight up this side of a mountain, three miles down the other side into a gorge, another five miles up, and yeah, you've only crossed... Four and a half miles of distance, but you've walked 14 miles. Because of elevation and all that. Yes. That. Yeah. But uh, they, they find him at the bottom of a frozen uh, waterfall. And he's like, yeah, way higher than where he was at. And they had been through this area and had never seen anything. Uh, they find him. He was at the bottom of the frozen waterfall. Uh, no one had seen him up there. For the five days, they'd crossed this area multiple times. They figured, well, he could have climbed up this way. Uh, his body was found mangled. Uh, he still had his ski gear on, his his uh, coat. His They wore safety helmets in case they fell off a cliff. His skull was crushed inside his safety helmet as if he had fallen from a very large distance. It was a large drop. Yeah. They don't specify how big that waterfall was. I'm guessing it wasn't large enough to have crushed a skull. I mean, because those helmets are designed to take a certain amount of damage. Oh, yeah, they're they're specified. But so. once you get a certain height, it's not going to help. Yeah. But the thing was, his, his snowboards were gone. His boots were missing. He still had his cell phone and his GPS. Hang on, folks.
0: And we're back again.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, Murray. But no, as I said... Uh, they found him, uh, his coat and everything was on, his helmet was there, his board is missing, his boots were gone, his gloves were not there either at the bottom of this frozen waterfall. Okay,
0: now I got a question. His boots aren't there, aren't they like attached to them? No, yeah, well,
1: they, they're like uh, cross-country skis. They will plop they sl- off, yeah, oh, they okay. hop in and click down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they didn't find any of it. His phone was still on him. His GPS was still on him. Still had full charge, had the extra batteries. The area did have service because they checked it with their own phones. Never once did his phone ping to, to call out for help or anything else in this five days. Uh, they eventually did find his snowboard, but they never did find his gloves or his boots anywhere. Uh, they, they said the the damage to his head looked like he had taken a much bigger fall than what would be from that waterfall. No idea how he got there, how it happened. Police ended up deeming it as an accident, and they closed the case and went, no, we're good. But, yeah, that's what, uh, you know, not not once in that time. Even if you you say he he got panicked by something and ran off the trail, him and his buddies all have cell phones. If there was a bear that chased him away as he gets away. Let's
0: not go down the bear route. Bears are cute and cuddly. They
1: would not chase people. You know, just, just... saying you know something panicked him you'd think he would call his friends and be like hey there's fucking a cougar up on this here I've climbed up here don't come any farther up the trail but no they, he doesn't call out he doesn't if he got lost he has a working satellite GPS that could track him back to where they were at there's no sense of why he would have wandered off let alone the fact they didn't find any of his tracks leading off the trail to have gotten this far up anyways hmm you know, you have all the technology with you to yeah. get back to where you need to be or call help. And in that five days, you know, even if, say, he did get kind of a concussion or something, he fell. But
0: even though if you got, like, a GPS tracker, they're usually made so somebody else can ping him. Oh, yeah. And find out where you're actually you lost.
1: And like I said, even if he was kind of rattled and wasn't quite sure where he was, in that five days of them searching... They were crisscrossing this whole area because they had the idea that, hey, he could have climbed up this way. So they had been up where he was found and never saw him up there. You'd think even just by the law of averages, either he or someone else would have heard or seen something to be like, hey, I'm over here, you know, in that time. But yeah, considering he's had all that with him, none of it was used, never once tried dialing out, nothing on his phone. It was all still with him, but it was almost like he got whoop, scooped up, and dropped in the wrong spot. <laughs> Maybe you know, like a hundred feet up from so where he should you have been. What are implying there, Marty? I'm just saying, man. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. I know,
0: but there's there's sort of like <clears throat> I got a couple more cases I want to talk about, but right. there, I, there are so many that are so fucking strange on the internet. Mm-hmm. There's like this one case. I'll just say in broad stroke. There's this elderly. Girl, two elderly ladies they're at this lava park like out oh, in Idaho or something just, oh, it's a yeah. national park yep. and there's a trail in that well they found them at, they said okay we'll be back they left on June 20th to say we'll be back they told their family they'll be like back on June 22nd And they go like alright so June 23rd the family gets concerned right. starts calling well they find their truck in the parking lot and in the truck is their two pet dogs and that is a key thing for the family to like these women would never leave their dogs or like their children to them. Yeah. Uh, well, they like, through this lava park area, there's a giant cement trail you follow because it's yep. pretty dangerous out there. It's all, oh, yeah. uh, it's like, it's called Crater Moon Park. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Either way, they go out there and they're searching way off trail in the most ruggedest part. They find one of the ladies dead and they don't know what happened. Oh, shit. Then eventually, like two days later, I think. The article said that like they found the other lady like a mile away in an area that had already been searched. Weird. Yeah. Oh, jeez, man.
1: And there's like all types of them weird yeah. cases
0: out there. There's so numerous. I just picked a few of them that piqued and, my and, interest. And
1: that's the thing with some of these cases. There are some of them out there that are more probable to be like, oh, this was probably an abduction. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, this was they got. But lost they kind somewhere. of imply
0: that too with this moon crater yep. park because there's hundreds of miles of lava tubes oh, like 1100
1: yeah. miles of lava tubes
0: yeah but like someone could have popped up out of the lava tube grabbed
1: her and did whatever and right and, and that is a possibility like I said and there are some of these where I mean I, I actually lean more towards it being probable that they got lost and attacked by an animal or abducted but there are some of them with just enough weirdy weird shit to them where it's like um Most of these things aren't holding water, man, okay? There's no, you know, mountain lion that hopped out of nowhere making no tracks in this deep snow to drag this guy off. What? There's no blood? Of course, that's how they hunt. No. You know, it's just very improbable to me that it's something normal on a lot of these cases. Oh, yeah. And since you said weird things happen, have
0: I got a weird story for you. This is a story of Terrence Wood Jr., who disappeared on October 5th, 2018, in Idaho County, Idaho, more specifically in the Oregon o- area of the I- of Idaho County, County near Penman's Mine, Terence was an assistant executive producer for Raw TV, a sublet of the Discovery Channel, which was filming for the program Gold Rush. On the evening of his disappearance, as the shoot wrapped up, Terence told one of the local women that he had to use the bathroom. Moments after Terence was had spoken to the woman, associate producer, Simon Gee, noticed that Terrence had dropped his radio on the ground. The next thing Simon saw was Terrence running down a steep cliff that led to the forest where he disappeared into the trees. Gee and the other locals in the area tried to go down the cliff, but Ter- But the terrain was, uh, uh, but the terrain in Oregon is rough and unpredictable. They returned with their clothes torn and covered in blood. Gee would later tell Terence's father that his son was running faster than he had ever seen a human run before. After six days of searching for Terence with, with dog teams, ground searchers, on foot, and all terrain vehicles, along with a helicopter crew, the search was called off after no trace of Terence was found. That's the basic story you hear. Now, if you just dig just a little deeper, you will find out these interesting facts not mentioned very often. One. Earlier in the day, Terrence had a mental breakdown. Oh. He just snapped. He just... Something upset him. He had high anxiety about his job. He wasn't going as he planned and everything. All right. Two, the executive producer or the guy in charge of the shoot wasn't, which would be Simon Gee, was not impressed by Terrence's performance while they are shooting. Because there's reports of him, if you listen to the articles with his parents saying, yeah, he didn't know what kind of lens. But this... Terrence Woods has five years' experience working on, like, UK Voice and stuff like that, so he kind of knows what's going on. And this, I only found it mentioned a couple times in the several different articles that I went through and a few audio clips. Right before Terrence jumped or run down the cliff, Simon Gee said he had a strange and perplexing look on his face Uh before he jumped or run down the cliff. Now I'm going to ask you a question. Have you ever heard of
1: uh, HBP? Marty? Uh, give me a
0: blank look, dude. You got dead air here. You got to fill it
1: in. Right. Uh, HBP?
0: HBP. No, man. It's commonly known as high place phenomenon, or a.k.a. the call of the void. Oh,
1: oh, yeah. That's yeah. where,
0: call of the void is where, like, you're like going someplace high, and you're like, oh, what would happen if I jump? But you mentally don't Right, do that. You, you, you stop backup. yourself, or like swerve into traffic, right? Or jump into a lake if you can't. Yeah. Swim. What if I
1: drove off this bridge? You yeah, know, that kind of thing.
0: So I'm thinking that's what happened to Terrence. As he had that mental breakdown right. the other day, and he actually let that call the void actually
1: get to him, right? And, and something he, shut off in him that didn't trigger that uh, safety mechanism yeah. of like, hey. And, and a lot of people
0: that. are saying, well, his parents said he would never do that, and well, well, in the old grandy this area that they're talking about. It's very rugged. When they mean rugged, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. there's like areas where the searchers actually are quoted by saying, we were walking over top of fallen down trees and not even touching the ground. Oh, because shit. Because it's that yep. thick and rugged back there. Wow. And if he snapped, I'm not saying they right. did, but it's just a possible theory. Oh, yeah, I
1: know. Well, I mean, you think about it, he's in that spot. He's getting wrapping up what sounds like was probably already a stressful environment. He's already had a small mental break and then you're dealing with a producer that is an asshole probably probably a prick i mean i'm sure everything he did he was like side cutting down constantly to him and, that's and the I way could, the, that's the way the tv world oh, is yeah, it's man, like it's, they need to be top of the game where they're not getting yeah, a paycheck
0: because they don't yeah, know if they have a job yeah. next week
1: right? right and 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 when you get some of those producers like that they, they feel like they're not a real producer unless they're Tearing everyone underneath them down so that they don't try to get that same rung of the ladder that they're on, and that's really what they're doing. Very insecure fucks. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that that all that stress level with all that kind of coinciding, I I would not put that out of the realm of possibility, man. That that, that little because really what saves you from doing that is that little mechanism in your head that's self preservation is like, oh, what the fuck, man? You're not jumping into no. that. But if that's if you had, if you had, disabled at that, yeah, point, if you're like
0: that's like not quite with it completely yeah. mentally, that trigger may not kick on fast enough. Yeah. You may already be down gone. Yeah,
1: no, it it would be like the uh, the crossing signs of a, a a railroad not coming down in time. You don't know to stop because it hasn't told you to stop. Yeah. There's the train. You're done. See, but
0: another thing, a lot of people always tie in with Terrence Wood. Like two days earlier, or two days later, another person went missing and was never found again. An elderly lady. Oh, really? Yeah, same area. Like
1: five miles away. That, still, that's <laughs> relatively same area. Yeah, man.
0: and I think like the if I remember, right, I don't have it written down, but I'm just going by memory. Like in Idaho, that in Idaho County, they had like a whole bunch of people missing that month. Like oh. six. Oh, like no, like in one week they had Terrence went missing. Right. That elderly lady and uh, another man went missing, but he was found. Oh, Jesus, man. Yeah, I guess Idaho, we don't need to go there.
1: Right? They got good
0: potatoes, but they don't like people coming to visit. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it it gives me like uh, 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 Stephen King dairy vibes, man. You just don't go to this town because people disappear, and they just go, well, that's just what happened.
0: That's just what happened. Yeah, no, that's That's,
1: just what Oh, man, that's kind of crazy. Oh, oh shit, dude, that's nuts!
0: Oh, I got a crazier one here. Well, this will be this is my last story. Uh, this story is about Jackie Copeland, a two-year-old, on May fourteenth, nineteen fifty, in Pleasantville, Pennsylvania. All right, that's already a bad name because that was a terrible movie. Uh,
1: we're gonna have, we're gonna have rounds on that. One. Oh, really? I, I we're like gonna have rounds movie, about man. Pleasantville.
0: I like that movie, man. Yeah, this is from this is coming from the guy who has never seen Karate Kid till last weekend. True, true. <laughs> yeah. you just either way. Jackie Copeland, a two-year-old, was playing with his two older sisters at his father's work company picnic, which was located on the hillside next to a swampy forest area. Jackie's mom and dad were watching Jackie and his sisters, his siblings, while still trying to have adult conversations with the other people at the party. Well, the parents got pulled into a discussion and lost track of Jackie and his two sisters for a few minutes. And a few minutes later, they look around, the parents are looking around like, oh shit, where's my kids? and they see Jackie's two sisters, but not him. The parents look frantically for Jackie and the sea of people at the party. After seeing how futile it would be for, to find Jackie in the crowd, Jackie's father yells out, I can't find my son. Instantly, the crowd started searching for the missing boy and called the local police, who showed up in force with bloodhounds, but the bloodhounds couldn't find Jackie's scent. Always, mm-hmm. oh, that's just a weird coincidence. All right. That's just that's way that's just way too common what yeah. is going on them dogs like i said before in our mystery One, them guy, them dogs live to find
1: shit oh yeah that, even ones that aren't specifically trained when you get like, like even my dog is, is a corgi they are a shepherding breed that is ingrained in them to shepherd she shepherds our cats sometimes into corners yeah. that's just and she's never been trained to be a shepherd and that's how those like bloodhounds are that's part of of their instinct is to track shit down yep. that's what they do the police and the people searched for jackie till dark and had to wait
0: for first light because it was too dark to continue the search while well, jackie's father and a few hardcore searchers continued to look for jackie throughout the night but to no avail the searchers expected to find jackie at the edge of the swampy area because they didn't think he would could transverse the deep water and tangled mess of the swamp while well, jackie's father and a group of searchers looked for a Look for Jackie. Another group of searchers two miles away from the original search area came about an oil pressure station. Basically, it's an oil pump station. that along pipelines and that. Yep. The oil pressure station was stationed in the only dry area in the swamp, which was surrounded by an area of deep water, similar to a moat. This is like a, this is like a only dry patch. You had to yep. take a boat to get to it because it's really deep water. One of the searchers saw a child peek from around a tree and hide again in the area of the oil pressure station. Zurchers ran over to the oil pressure and found Jackie Copeland. Oh. No. Jackie was taken to the doctor and produced in good health. When Jackie was asked about what happened, this is what he told him and his two-year-old what he could get. He he saw a face poking out from behind a tree and felt like the person, creature, wanted him to follow him. Jackie followed the creature, person, deeper into the forests until he came to a place called he called the Awful Dark. Oh. <laughs> In the Awful Dark, there were animals and creatures all around him howling and screaming at him. But Jackie wasn't scared because he had a giant protecting him.
1: Oh, Jesus. Man, it's it's Stranger Things upside down, man. What the fuck? This is a 1950 when this started. Right. Uh, now, I don't know. I, even as... Because I remember a lot as a four-year-old, even... As a four-year-old, man, if I saw a, pe- a head peeking around a tree, I'd be like, fuck, no. I'm out, man, no. But I may keep watching to well, see what it is. If you, okay,
0: let's let's use that situation. He's a right. two-year-old. Right. And he's around a whole bunch of adults. Nobody has, for example, my kid. Right. That's always yelling down at me. Yeah. If he's around adults and there's a kid, he gravitates instantly oh, towards yeah, his yeah, kids. You yeah. know, I, I, like, no offense, I'd be sick of
1: my sisters. I'm going to play with somebody yeah. new. Yeah. So if you uh, see a face
0: like peeking off behind a tree, going,
1: I, I suppose, yeah, yeah, in a playful manner, yeah. like that. It uh, just makes me wonder what the hell the face looked like. I, that, uh,
0: it didn't say that in the air. Yeah. It just said he said it was this or creature, wanted him to felt like he wanted him to come play. Oh my god! <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, so I I wonder what was that creature he followed? Then the giant that stood protecting over him, or the way it
0: was implied was that no. They got, they, when they came to the Alpha Dark, the other creatures came out, and but there was a giant that protected him.
1: Right. Okay, yeah. That's so the way like, it was implied in the article. Right. So, th- this is like, you know, Pennywise being, hey, come on this way. Here's yep. all my friends that are going to f- kill you. Yeah. And here's one, you know, delightfully giant who's coming along. He's like, not today, kids. Not, it was <laughs> a bear. One. It was a bear. It was a bear, I'm sure. <laughs> With crane wings and... Farting swamp gas. Yeah. No, man, that's. We should, you should bad. draw that. We should have Mike we draw see, that for us. Should. That'll I, be our new mascot. I, 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 Mike, I, I've got an art idea, man. <laughs>
0: we need a, we need a bear with crane wings and propelled by farts. Right.
1: He's floating around on, on a gaseous cloud of. Has to be green. Swampy gas, man. <laughs> just picture dragon breath, man. You'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, oh, that's fucking nutty, dude. Like, where the fuck did he slip into? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just. But also, too, like, you have that people still have company
0: picnics. I wonder how many of them cases are actually going on today as we speak. Oh, God, gotcha. yeah. That just aren't seen in the news. Right. And it's more of a local thing because most of these times you get really, like, any of these weird stories, they don't make national news. Right. Because it's just a local
1: little oh, blurb yeah. that's
0: big like like something like that happened in our town. Somebody in Kansas may never hear of it. Yeah. But they're all interconnected.
1: Uh, and and think of, like, like, this story, even in today's, date if if you have a kid at two years old saying that kind of thing they may not even put that into the news story because it's like oh, i was just a fucking two-year-old you know talking crazy shit he was he was out there for the night and he was nope. scared but yeah i mean how, how many of these actual the important details i would call them get thrown aside as well even like in that other story it's uh, he was delusional you know it, 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 what delusions what yeah what, he did he what, did, what did he say what what did he say other, other, there were all the cool parts, like delusional. The, I, well, I want to hear the weird shit right, he said. Because I sometimes that has more
0: context than him just saying, I was hot.
1: Now, the thing that scares me in that story is why was he drawn then to that Mesa? You know what I mean? He was drawn to go back to that Mesa as a child. To yeah. be like, I need to get back up there. Why? What? I, I would say it's probably closely linked to whatever delusions he was telling you he saw, man. Like, that's... Uh, that's like that. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: I don't want to give anything away about for next week, but
1: right, yeah. right. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. For yeah. the
0: thing that'd be like something that'd be awesome to see. People oh, yeah. are wondering why is he being so vague. Well, right. you'll, find out. You'll, you'll find, find out. you'll find week, out next week,
1: folks. We... But yeah, no, I mean, uh, any time I have dealt with a draw to a place like that, it has never been good, man. It's it's not. I, the 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 few times I've experienced it, I, I it is not a good thing.
0: Give us an example. Me.
1: I don't know. I can't think I've ever been drawn just, to someplace
0: that's been bad.
1: Uh, Usually I've been drawn to the barn. Or the bar. Yeah. And that also is bad. That waste a lot of money there. It it does. Now I'm I'm gonna tell you a story tonight. I have never I probably only about two people even know this story. And it doesn't involve missing four one one, but it is is that that feel of of that irresistible draw to be somewhere. Uh, This actually occurred back when I was like 19, right out of high school. 18 probably. But uh, I was having where I'm someone who's very comfortable at night. I just always have been. The the night doesn't bother me. But I started noticing uh, I I had like this weird dream one night where I was out in this field, and I know where it is. It's, it's, I think, processed over now with, with construction and shit. But uh, I, I had this dream, and this voice was like, man, Marty, you need to get out here. You need to get up to this field. And I was like, no, I don't think I do. You know, this is, you know, no, I, don't. I just had a bad feeling. Well, I woke up, and it was just, you know, I was like, oh, what the hell was that? That's a weird dream. Don't think anything of it. Going through the next day, and uh, I was... Uh, watching movies or something with my mom and I started getting really antsy and fidgety and I'm normally not like that I was like what is going on and I was just really almost paranoid almost I was like it's just weird finish watching the movie and I'm like I'm just going upstairs playing games whatever so I go upstairs don't think anything of it play some games fall asleep have this same dream where this voice is like hey you need to get up here we've got only so much time, but you need to come up here. And and it was this voice just saying, basically pulling out. It almost felt like things that would draw me in. Like I, I have that curiosity of like, oh, I can't tell you what it is, but you got to come check it out. And I did have this intense feeling of like, well, I need to check this out. I need to go up there and check this out. But there, there was that gut instinct was like, this is bad. There is nothing good that's going to come of this. So the next day I wake up and just still feeling that feeling. And by day I was fine. Once I, I noticed, once I started getting towards nightfall, I started getting antsy, anxious, uh, super uh, shaky like that. And and just like I, I was paranoid going by windows. And it got to the point where I was just going upstairs. Put blankets over my windows because I'm like, nothing can see me in here. I'm okay. If the lights are on, I stay awake. I'm okay. And I would have nothing. Like, during the day, if I fell asleep, nothing. Only at night. I would I would have this dream. And it kept going. I would fall asleep at, like, 3, and I would have this dream. It's like, oh, you're running out of time. You need to come up here. And it was just pulling on that curiosity of, like, oh, man, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing, man. you got to be up here. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. Well, a week of this goes by, and at this point, I'm very tired. I'm getting worn down because I'm sleeping, but on a weird schedule. And I'm like, okay, this is going to stop. Either I'm going crazy. Well, things were going good, but my car had to be in the shop. And they're like, oh, that's fine. My mom had a doctor's appointment the next day. And uh, they're like, oh, you can just take your dad to work. And I was like, no, <laughs> So my dad worked like three in the morning and it's pitch blackout. And I don't leave my fucking house right now at dark. I don't even leave my goddamn room, but I literally had weapons, got out in the car, got my dad. I was like, okay, we're going to be fine. And I, it, every night it felt like something was outside the house watching me. And then I fall asleep and have this dream pulling me to this place, pulling me to this place. So I was fine. My dad is in the car, drop him off driving back home and I literally sat in my dad's car for 10 minutes just sitting there like okay I'm gonna run to the house get inside because there could be something out here that's gonna get me I felt there was something it was that level of paranoid I have never felt before in my life and just absolute fear that I have never felt since or before but running the house run through the house quick get upstairs shut my door get everything on And at this point I'm getting down to like a breaking point and my mom knows something's up and she's like, what's going on? And I'm like, fuck it. I'm finally just going to tell her, I tell her I've been having this dream, wants me to be up there and I want to be up there to see what this is. But I know in my gut, it's not something good. Not at all. She's like, no, you can't go up there. You don't want to go up there. I don't know what it is, but this is not good. But it was just an intense draw of wanting to be there. I finally get, like, another couple days into this, and the dreams are every night. If it's, if it's dark out and I sleep, I'm having the dream. Finally get to the last night of this. I didn't know it at the time, but the voice is like, tonight is it, you have to be up here tonight or you're going to miss out. And you, you Oh, you don't want to miss out on this. And I, I was, at this point, I'd been having conversations with it in my head and dreams. And I was like, no. I'm not going up. I said, why don't you come get me? I
0: don't think that was a good idea.
1: Well, and it didn't say anything. I said, you can't. I said, I have to go willingly with whatever this is. I have to go up there willingly. I know that. But, but it, you're running out of time. I was like, no, this is it. I'm done. I hope it's the last night because I'm not dealing with this anymore. Woke up next day. Felt okay things stopped. Nighttime came. I was waiting to feel anxious. Nothing. I was back to normal. I, I have to this day, no idea. It never happened again. No idea what it was, but that pull was a palpable draw of you. Even like during the day when I was driving, if I was just like cruising around, I would find myself starting to go to that edge of town. And I was like, Oh, what the fuck are you doing? And I would go back home. I, like I said, I've never, I think my wife I've told that story to a long time I've never, never heard that story no. before. I mean, it, yeah, no, I've, I've told I've, you a lot of weird shit. Not and that. it's not a story I've really told because I don't know how to explain what it is. Well, you I, know what since I mean? I'm
0: the first time hearing this story, I'm a right.
1: virgin hearing this story. Right. Um,
0: I think we should go check out that spot.
1: Oh, uh, we could, yeah. I've been up there since. Oh, it's all with, yeah, it's, over or what? Uh, it was a field for a while because even like two weeks later, after no feeling of that, I'd gone up there with probably the only other friend I've told that story to, and there's nothing. I just nothing up in the it's field. Still
0: nothing right till today.
1: I I want to say now that there's actually houses and shit built up. It's up on the north end of town. Okay, it was out out that way. We'll but yeah, out. I've never told that story. Maybe we'll go up there and visit it this weekend. Yeah,
0: I got nothing going on.
1: Right, but yeah, no, it's I think probably only two people ever heard that story, and I, and I don't that's tell just, it much because it's, it's,
0: it's just weird that something yeah, would focus on you like that. Yeah,
1: and, and like I said, I had the definite feeling there was something at my house. It couldn't get in, but it was at my house. Like like I said, after the first couple of nights, I put blankets over the windows because I'm like, oh, the shades aren't good enough. But yeah, I have never felt that level of fear in my life. I mean, it was almost a crippling fear of an unknown. And normally, I'm used to like, oh, man, that's creepy, you know, going into a place like, ooh, that's weird. (laughs) But this was a, a primal level of fear I have never felt since or before that. And it was basically about a week and a half where this went on, and I was just like... Like I said, I don't usually tell the story.
0: I'm glad you did. Yeah, I but it's heard uh, it before.
1: but yeah, no, it's, because it, a lot of stories I like to be like, oh, at least I have a theory of this. I honestly don't, even this many years later, I don't know what it was. Well, I'm kind of the theory man. We'll go ahead and check it out. i right. theory. <laughs> and, and I know my mom had a lot of precog things oh, okay. uh with her. She didn't like to admit it because she was also very religious and I think part of her that conflicted with yep. each other. But there were a lot of little things where she's like, No, nah, you can't go do that this week, you know, and <laughs> no explanation till years later. But yeah, she was like, No, you need to not go to that. I'm like, well, I'm aware. <laughs> That's why I haven't <laughs> gone up there yet. But yeah, no, I have no idea what it was, but I, I get that that weird pull of it's, it's like, like I be like, there. like we were talking about there. with Terrence Wood yeah. call of the void. Yeah, it's like I need to be there. Yeah. Like I said, it, it knew what it it would work best on me was hitting that curiosity of like, man, you're gonna miss out. You don't you want to know what that is? Like, yeah, I, f- I fucking do want to know what that is. But there's also this trembling fear inside me that's telling me this is a bad fucking idea. And I like my butt cheeks together, it, right, man. I don't I don't <laughs> want to be whatever you've got planned. But yeah, no, it's it's. Like I said, by the end of it, I had this extreme feeling of like. Whatever it is, I have to volunteer to go do this. It, it's not going to force me; otherwise, it would have already done it. If it was volunteering, now it sounds like it's almost demonic in a sense, right? Right, because and you have to volunteer to do that. Yes, and, and that's kind of where part of me is pulled towards that too. Where I've been like, was it? And and like just the breaking up my sleep, and like I said, after like five days, because I can go on really little sleep for quite a while even i have my limits where i start breaking down and mentally i was getting to the point where like am i going crazy yeah. uh you know because you're sleep deprived to some extent my sleep schedule was messed up and just a crippling anxiety and fear which i don't usually have anxiety over my stuff it's just absolutely bizarre to me at the time where i was like why am I freaking out? It's nighttime. I like nighttime. Yeah. No, we don't. Okay, we don't. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I have no idea realistically what the hell that was. Uh, any of my friends and probably my kids that are hearing this, it, it, welcome to my life, man. It's, it's stories, like I said, they've never heard any of that. Yeah, I think my wife did years ago and uh, one friend of mine that's the only people i've ever told it to but yeah it's i don't like telling these stories unless i have some kind of concept of like what it is like oh i saw this thing and i'm pretty sure i know what that is <laughs> but this thing is just such an unknown to me like I said, just the the emotion that it pulled out i've never felt before or after like it was just the most intense fear after that like watching horror movies i'm like yeah that's nothing man (laughs) (laughs) oh you're not really scared don't worry about it you know that's crazy but yeah it's it's weird as shit man i mean was probably 18 19 so i mean you know 20 years ago well you're definitely not normal marty oh god i like you so much (laughs) no i'm glad but yeah, to be a weird story and not have told you yet—that's yeah, how that's powerful really, that story is, man. It's just yeah. something I haven't. We're definitely gonna really go check that there. area out.
0: We'll just cruise yeah. up there, and we'll just maybe I can pick out something. Yeah. I—I'm a knowledge of
1: worthless information <laughs> at percent of the time. But yeah, I know. Like I said, it's just uh, i am not even sure why I told now, other than it just it ties in with that feeling of that pull for that kid. So like I could I could kind of understand that story of that kid. I was like. Oh yeah, that's probably not good, man. No, no. <laughs> why Why want to be going up there? There's no reason <laughs> to be up there. But it's the innocence of childhood, too. Right? Like curiosity. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure at 19 you weren't very innocent.
1: No, 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 yeah, no. Dumb, really.
0: Sometimes would <laughs> be the word. <laughs> Were for we it. all at that age? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, what else have we got? Anything? You got any more stories, Marty? Besides I really your own. Don't. I mean, one? there's
1: there's plenty of other stories out there. I just haven't uh, gone in to write them down for this show. Yeah. Yeah, there's thousands of stories out there. Like I said on other stuff, man, go research your own stuff, man. Go look them up. You can YouTube channels with them. There's written out stories all over the internet on these. Oh, yeah. We're just bringing a few of them to light that piqued our interest. Right, yeah. It's something oddball in there where we're like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah, (laughs) Haven't seen that on every site that does these.
0: Yep. Well, folks, I think that we're going to call it a wrap tonight. We are. All right. Like the old saying goes, fuck normal. Normal's never won a goddamn thing. Bye.